0: Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode of the Highlander Podcast, we talk with Lena Loxo, HR business partner at Specialized, We talk about how COVID 19 has impacted their business, her perspective from human resources, and how businesses and employees are adapting during this time. Okay, welcome back, everyone. This is Chase. And today, uh, excited to have back uh, one of our recurring guests. Uh, We've had Lena Loxo, the HR business partner at Specialized in Salt Lake, uh, visit our program um, in person in the past, and happy to have you join us virtually to talk a little bit about everything that's going on right now um, with with COVID-19 and how that's impacted your world um, mm-hmm. when it comes to HR and, and just really wanted to bring you in and, and get your perspective. I've had so many questions um, from students and other people in the industry, uh, people who are looking to get into the industry, just a lot of questions that I feel like um, are probably things that you're dealing with right now um, in your position. So I wanted to have you on and, and talk a little bit about your perspective and, and uh, what we're all going through right now and your thoughts. So thanks for joining.
1: I'm pleased to be here as always. Thanks, Chase.
0: Do you mind sharing a little bit uh, just to kick off kind of, I guess, what are you feeling right now um, in your role personally and and specialized right now? What, what are kind of the state of things in your world?
1: Okay, I'll start on a human level. Um, adjusting to working remotely when you are a people person has been difficult, um, but absolutely we're, we're making do. Um, I also have a husband in the house that works remotely all the time and now a six-year-old um, that we're supposed to be homeschooling. So um, a, I'm so fortunate um, that I have a job that I can do remotely and we both do so I'm feeling very 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 grateful and recognizing that there's a lot of people that don't have that um, that opportunity um, that said I'm excited to get back to the office as soon as as soon as possible so that's uh, that's kind of the, the, the landscape um, for my home office now and um, Other than that, I'm just, I'm really grateful to be working for a very solvent, um, financially stable, great brand like Specialized. And one that we have not had to do uh, any layoffs at this point, we have a few people on voluntary uh, furlough where we're uh, we, they've been paid for four weeks, and now they are um, on unpaid but um, eligible for unemployment, and we 're keeping their benefits going, which is um, really important to the company. so our goal is um, to keep everybody who wants to stay with us and reward those that have been working uh, which is the majority Um, and we run a distribution center so as you can imagine that's a pretty difficult environment to manage the social distancing but we have just really doubled down on what that means and how to keep um, everybody working safely not sharing equipment commercial cleaning extra time built into each shift um, for cleaning. And we have started, uh, we've split up the workforce into now two shifts. Normally we just run a day, day shift. Now we have a night shift to just basically ease the congestion of people. Um, so um, that and uh, we had been paying for the first three weeks, time and a half for every hour worked uh, for the people that were coming in just as a It's an absolute thank you because people were worried um, and that was the hardest thing to see when you have people that are over the age of 60, for example, live with vulnerable people and they're scared. Um, So that was one way to say you may stay home on paid time or if you choose to come in and help us keep the doors open, you're going to be making time and a half. So that was um, a pretty successful strategy. uh, We're kind of moving into more of a stabilization and uh giving premium pay three three bucks an hour extra for all the worked hours so 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 far we have been doing really good our distributors and and dealers have been pretty understanding about any delays that we've faced and bikes are hot right now so there's a pretty big demand
0: wow that's it's it's just so interesting. I mean, everyone has a different perspective on, and is in a different situation. It's other brands in the outdoor industry are, and not to say that you haven't been hit hard, but um, you know, are are in a position where they aren't able to pay that extra time and pay it forward and really take care of employees and are are having to let people go. Um, You know, it's, it, it's incredible that you're in that position. Um, how has that been for you? Where your whole world is working with people now, having everyone virtually, you know, separate, you know, yeah. minus the people in the warehouse. What has that transition been like for you? Where your whole world is is working with people.
1: Right now, now it's just remote. Um, so it's there's a lot of Zoom uh, meetings to communicate uh, internally. And then with um, all of our team members, as we call them, we they've got my cell number. My text is sometimes blowing up with just questions. My badge doesn't work or uh, whatever it may be. So, But people know how to reach me. And I'm just doing everything I can to be extremely responsive so nobody feels like Hey, where 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 is she? The support's not there. It's it's I'm probably actually more responsive now because I have less interruptions um, and less scheduled meetings. So that's um so yeah, I think I think it's going it's going pretty smoothly. And we have amazing supervisors um that are at the at the distribution center. Um so they there's always the go-to. Um, we also have writer care and retail care, um, and everybody who can in our supply chain, everybody who can work from home is working from home. So we have a lot of people whose jobs are on the phone and on the computer. So they're um, they're just kind of they've transitioned transitioned to that. Um, one interesting thing that's happened: so retail care, as it obviously sounds, deals with the stores and the retailers. Um, so those lines have quieted down. Um, they're still absolutely ordering, but it's, it's, a, it's quite a bit less. Rider care, which is the people responding to rider inquiries, is blowing up. Now that people have time to tinker with their bikes and spend time on their bikes, so we've transitioned some of the work uh, that people that do normally retail, we've transitioned them to supporting riders. Um, and the questions that they have on technical product. So that's, that's one way we've kind of pivoted.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned this one before we started, but this last month, can you speak to that kind of what you saw this last month mm-hmm. and that increase in, in interest in, in that service and, and just people getting outside on their bikes, especially at this time? And, and as it relates to kids, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting what you mentioned with, with the kids market right now.
1: Yeah, we um, we truly believe there's a, an amazing resurgence of interest in bikes that's happening because it's one of the very basic, low maintenance, you know, pretty much a reasonable um, entry cost. And who hasn't ridden a bike? Everybody has, right? So um, it's it's very much um, coming back as a family activity. I see it every time I'm outside, um, and we did have in March the biggest month of sales in the history of Specialized for the kids' bike category. So people are getting their kids on bikes. And obviously that means new riders that are going to hopefully be lifelong um, riders. And um, that's exciting for a brand who believes that our, our first value is boss. And, you know, we exist to get people on bikes and, and promote that. Uh, on a lot of levels. Um, it's also being used as transportation. Um, uh, anecdotally, I've heard that the um, hospitals are absolutely promoting uh, riding to work um, and the bike racks are overflowing there. And I, on, on the Specialized website, um, we have kind of transitioned our marketing strategy um, to reflect current times and marketing. I'm, I'm digressing, but marketing is such a touchy thing, right? you, um, it's a very sensitive um, and public facing value statement. Um, And so as the COVID virus kind of came into, you know, full blown force, our spring marketing campaign had to recreate the entire campaign. Instead of saying, hey, spring is here, go out and buy bikes. (laughs) Um, Here's the sale. We transitioned into um, more of the aspect of um, essential bikes are essential and essential workers um, need need bikes and we also had a, a theme of um, support your local business our bike shops are our lifeline and so our sale was pivoted to be what we call click and collect um, so you buy online and you choose which retail store is going to receive the bike and assemble it. um, And therefore getting new people into bike shops that have never been um, into these shops. So the shop owners um, also um, got an increase in what their, their, proceeds of the bike because our company exists because of these people so for now um they get the proceeds the entire proceed for the bike so we've just um redirected everything to be support your local business um and viewing bikes as transportation
0: that's great it's it's so interesting everyone's kind of going through this right now it's how do we adapt and how do we be conscious and, and, and be safe and not send the wrong message, you know, encourage good, good practices, good behaviors. But how do we also continue to keep our business afloat, right? How do we continue to sell products? That seems like a very interesting balancing act to have to deal with on the fly, right? Especially in such a short amount of time. Um, You had kind of a similar situation internally. I'm sure you're involved in, how do we communicate out to our employees and make sure that they feel safe and they feel comfortable? You mentioned some of the benefits and pay and and opportunities that that are being provided there, but what are some of those conversations that you've been a part of, you know, just making sure that everyone feels safe and what's that internal messaging like to employees right now?
1: Right. So, um, frequent, (laughs) it's, it's frequent. Um, because we have been changing pay practices, making new announcements. Obviously, we can't predict anything, so we can't, you know, be messaging about plans that are going to be a month from now or two months from now because we haven't known. So it's been a frequency of about um, every other week, a, a very formal communication. Um, and in the distribution center, what we're doing is we're basically doing a talking sheet and doing a meeting um once, once a week, but every other week, A, here's the dates of this pay practice, and here's uh, what we're doing. Here's what happens if you're sick. I mean, the, all the ins and outs that every scenario that somebody's facing right now, um, it's too much to verbally kind of take in. And so we've been giving handouts uh, and posting them uh, to people which always have my number. So there's always the odd cases of, Hey, there's a unique situation in, for me and we're responding to that.
0: That's so important. Cause I mean, this is just unprecedented territory for everybody um, that it, it's nice to see companies that are willing to adapt and, and willing to make those accommodations because this is just such a, um, unprecedented you know for i'll I'll use that word so many times but unprecedented situation um as an employee or or you know maybe for people who are coming into or trying to get into this industry right now it's an interesting time um Mm -hmm. and and very difficult um and, and a lot of companies just aren't aren't hiring and in some cases are letting people go what would you say to people who are looking to you know, maybe graduates, um, from universities who are, you know, students who are looking to get into, into companies in this space, what would you say to people right now who are in that position looking for opportunities? It's, it's, you know, in some cases I've heard some companies still need people as they've pivoted and especially some companies here in the state have moved towards manufacturing, um, PPE equipment, right. Or medical devices. And so, They've needed more help, but in other cases, companies are having to let people go. What are you, What are you seeing um, from an industry perspective?
1: Right. Yeah, it is very interesting, and it's it's hard to really know because some of that information isn't really public facing. Right. So, I would say that the outdoor industry is absolutely going to continue to thrive and is going to bounce back, um, and in some cases, more successfully um, with some companies. You know you know, basically succeeding, sometimes at the expense of some others. Um, But I would say that it's important to really still think about your values, your personal uh, connection to what industry and, you know, down to the granular, what companies am I uh, interested in? Because we still need really good people. Um, And whether that means we're looking at bringing people back in a month uh, or, you know, down the road, or we're hiring right now, um, we have some businesses, especially like in PPE, um, like for example, goal zero. I mean, emergency preparedness is just very successful right now. So, um, you know, there's a good chance that they may be having, um, you know, openings that are maybe maybe long-term, maybe not, but I think that there's some opportunities when you think about, you know, what what type of industry and then um, as some employees have chosen basically to uh, go on unemployment and be on unpaid leave and and leave employers some of those employers are still needing to operate and have new vacancies so it's a really um it it is really hit and miss but i i would do the the normal thing if you can find somebody who knows somebody um see if you can find out what the business climate is uh, and then use the opportunity to just make yourself available to help in any way and maybe that does mean you know that i, I love what dps is doing um with uh with petzl and who was the other app?
0: Ah. there was eagle uh, yeah eastman yeah. Yeah, Zero. eastman yeah
1: yeah and i know lizard uh skin there's there's a a co- bunch of um companies that are that are working together but um they need their manufacturing is, you know, is, they're, they're working hard. (laughs) So, um, you know, I, I I love seeing that. Um, The other interesting story is the Cotopaxi uh, Mm -hmm. and it's the uh, uncharted supply company basically saying, Hey, let's be roommates. Um, We got to get all our stuff out of park city and get the inventory into salt Lake County where we can still ship and operate. And, Um, have our employees, you know, co-share warehouse space and, uh, share labor. So, um, I mean, that's, that's a really cool innovation that just happens when leadership says, let's get creative. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's some pretty, pretty neat, neat, um, kind of innovations that are happening.
0: Right. It's interesting to see those stories, um. More and more, and and I feel like I'm I'm just maybe I'm hearing them more because I'm here in Utah and, and seeing our our industry respond. But it's 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 great to see, um, you know, these different leaders in, in at these different outdoor companies take take that position and take the lead, and um, it's encouraging to see that. And and in a way, they show their their colors, right? And they show their willingness to collaborate and and do something that's bigger than just them, um, which which is really great to see. Um, how are you with, and, and it's probably too soon to even tell, but, um, and maybe too soon to really talk about this, but how are you, does this whole situation change how you feel like you're going to evaluate talent moving forward? Like how important is it now to be, to, to find someone who is adaptable, um, who can, who can I I guess just roll with the punches. I I don't know if it's even right to bring this up right now because it's so unprecedented. Right. But, uh, how, how has your perspective changed on, on the employees that you're going to be evaluating moving forward?
1: Right. Well, I'll start with the current workforce. I mean, this was absolutely a time where true colors shine. Right. So we've had some people just step up and do, you know, just come through and demonstrate leadership qualities um, and you know and and some choose not to um, but that's been really interesting just internally to see all right um, when the going gets tough this person pulls out some great results. Um, so you know between that and then um, our, I think our brand story and how we've been able to continue benefits and continue pay and do premium pay for the for the un, I, unforeseen future. I don't know when we're going to think we we should back off of that, but um, I think when we are able to get some of those stories out, where we we do see amazing caliber of of talent that are applying. Um, so yeah, I think we're in a lucky situation where. We're just able to continue to kind of upscale the, the workforce um, as, you know, natural attrition happens. And, uh, and it, the interesting thing about even though this business of uh, fear and, and the whole coming to work, um, what's really interesting is there's been a remarked change in the attitudes. Um, so morale has never been higher. Um, people have, it seems like they've kind of let go of some of the petty complaints (laughs) that Mm. sometimes used to be a distraction. Um, and right now are just really focusing on, Hey, what needs to get done? We're all in this together. And so the kind of the morale and the mood has been, um, really, really something awesome to hear about.
0: That's great. Um, how do you see, again, kind of looking into the future and pull out your crystal ball? Um, you see with everyone being, not everyone, but in a lot of situations, people are being forced into work from home situations. How do you see that changing the landscape? You know, once we get through this, do you see work from home becoming more accepted, uh, across the industry and across in, industries in general?
1: I think we will. Um, I think we will, especially for kind of measurable, um, work from home, where um you know it's it's easy to see hey who's who's keeping up on their on their turning around inquiries and transactions mm-hmm. um, and so i think I think that will be something that people will have they'll be able to say, we have metrics to show, and in some cases, we're going to have metrics that say these people were more productive than they ever have been right. And, so, so I think we'll be looking at um, exactly that um, and also making sure, you know, for the people that find that a valuable thing, cut down on commutes, um, that is going to, it's going to be hard for businesses to say, no, we won't do that anymore because we don't have a good reason to explain this to you. But <laughs> um, even though productivity was awesome, you, you, you know, cut down on your commutes and all that. I think it's gonna be a, a, a conversation where leadership needs to look at how are we running the business? Do we have the people we need? Um, are they suited for work from home? And if so, um, we need to really take a hard look at that. Um, I guess uh, I have a, my my family lives back in Finland, um, my relatives, and they just did a study, a, a survey, and they found that um, basically pretty much Every, everybody said unanimously I sure hope that I'll be able to continue working from home so it's for most people it's it's gone over quite well I think um, people with young families it's a little more difficult <laughs> so. yeah
0: oh sure yeah absolutely so. i I think of some of the the benefits that that we're we're seeing in a way um, from work from home and and even you know some of the climate data that you've seen out of out of places like China and over some of those larger cities where everyone is, is home. Um, You know, a lot of the air quality issues like going away. I I wonder how that would impact Utah and I haven't seen any data around the state, you know, with, with everyone staying home here, if, if we're seeing some, some impacts there, but some interesting things to look into moving forward. Once we, once we get past this, you know, some of the other benefits of, of encouraging work from home and, and cutting down on commutes. Yeah. And encouraging more people to get out on bikes. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our, uh, you know, managing people is, is different. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not able to have casual contact, what does that look like? So I think yeah. management style is, is really important, uh, to look at, um, when, when thinking about, you know, work from home. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, what, Now in your role as well, well, you've spent some time working with the Utah Outdoor Association as well and and really supporting um, those initiatives and and been a a key part of that group. Um, I guess, what are you seeing from a a Utah perspective and what's happening with that group? Um, And just what are you seeing from other outdoor brands here in the state and kind of the state of things here in the industry in, in the state of Utah?
1: Yeah, um, great, great question. So the Utah Outdoor Association uh, business leaders, um, and for the most part, uh, this really put everything into kind of a, a halt in terms of events. Uh, that's and that's one of the way we connect with community um, and potential talent. Um, but that's that's not unique to the outdoors. Um, but what we've been kind of focusing on is just providing knowledge share between businesses and making sure that um, you know, we've held internal uh, sessions on uh, what what is everybody doing, um, how are you dealing with uh, COVID, and can you share some of the communications that you've put out describing what you're doing. And so we're doing quite a bit of knowledge share um, internally. And then um, we also partnered for a virtual session with the Summit Speaker Series. Um, that uh, webinar um, where we had a participant there. And we also feel like it's not a great time to do a lot of self-promotion at this point. Um, And our business leaders are pretty consumed with keeping the doors open. So we consciously decided, let's let's take a little bit of a step back um, for the moment, um, and at least get stabilized through the summer. Um, and once we can start holding events and those key initiatives, that's, that's kind of, I think when we're going to kind of get back into action.
0: Right. No, I think that makes sense. Um, we, we touched on this a little bit, but in your role with, with UOA and, and just who you are, you're so connected with everything that's happening in, in the Utah outdoor industry and beyond. Um, what other success stories are you seeing or, or positive things are you seeing from brands? We touched on a few, some of these collaborations, um, you know, the, the good stories that are coming out of this, any others that come to mind for you? Um, you know, positive things that, or, or, or even things that are brands are doing to adapt um, during this, this strange time.
1: Yeah, I think I, I, I have touched on the ones that are most, are most dramatic. Um, but yeah, that one, that one's a hard one. Um, because again, you know, you, you can anecdotally get some of that. So. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a a ton. Um, yeah, it's mainly you know the the DPS story and Codopaxi, I guess what we're doing. Um, I, we've been doing some benchmarking with some some other companies, and I I will decline to name them because what we're finding is not everybody is able to do these creative and innovative worker centric um, practices, and you know that's you know, that's just the, that's the way it is. So um, yeah, there's, there's some people that have been told, yeah, you come to work or you don't have a job. Everything under the sun is kind of like on the table right now for, um, for what to do.
0: Yeah. With, with that said, can you give us a glimpse? And we talked a little off air about this, but can you give us a glimpse into how specialized has yeah. been able to do this? Like what, what puts specialized in a yeah. position where you're more able to you know, take care of the employees that you have right now and, and do a little bit more to, to put them at ease and, and take care of people? What allows right. you to do that?
1: So uh, great leadership and great business management. We are uh, owned uh, privately by our CEO and founder. Um, we take care of our people. We need the best people to be the best bike brand ever. So um, just a relentless look at continuous improvement. Um, so that has, that's, that's one, one piece of it. Um, and the bike industry is so innovative. We're launching new product at amazing speeds. And so I think innovation is, is just really at the core uh, let's try new things. Um, like our new Levo, um, turbo SL bike is a 37 pound E mountain bike, which is, what a standard mountain bike weighs, and so just like the kind of innovations that that we're able to do has been why I think we've been able to kind of just pivot um, but yeah, being able to um, be financially stable um, with a who places such a high value on people that's that's the reason um, our our practices have been the way they are.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Um, can, can you share some tips for, you know, I, I work a lot with students who are, are looking for career opportunities in this industry. If, if there aren't job opportunities available, what do you rec- recommend, you know, student or, or someone who's looking to break in, what do you do with this time that you now have, you know, is there, is there an opportunity to refine skills? I'm sure, you know, get in, brush up that resume, that portfolio. What do you recommend to people Right now, who you know maybe there isn't a work opportunity available, but there's other mm-hmm. things that they can do to prepare themselves and 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 use this time to prepare.
1: Yeah, great question. Um, so basically, prepare yourself to have an amazing answer to the question: What have you done <laughs> during the COVID? Uh, you know, stay home. You know, orders. And how have you spent your time? Because that's what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be asking those questions um, because we we know that's kind of in lieu of a, a job right now. Um, so that and I, I think that's as individual as you want your personal brand to be. Mm-hmm. So absolutely try to incorporate something where I taught myself a new skill um, and watched every YouTube video on <laughs> whatever it may be, um, bike mechanicing, for example. Um, and, you know, continuing on, um, with your, your studies that hasn't stopped, you're doing that online. Um, and just be prepared to, um, describe what, what, how you've tackled it and what you've chosen to do with your time and why. So that's, you, you, you do want to have a story because there's some people doing Great things, whether it's volunteer, um, volunteer support, um, or honing up on whether it's a okay, I've gotten on my bike a lot more. Um, whatever it may be,
0: right? Oh, I think that's great. I, I, we, I had a conversation with someone else about this, and and some similar answers. Um, and I, I thought one of the most valuable was um, they said you know, especially those people who just go, go, go and work really hard, maybe take a little bit of time and just breathe for a minute and just realize, okay, just like center, like, and kind of just figure out what do I want to do moving forward? And this, this individual had actually been let go. And so in his case, he, his first inclination was, I'm going to get into my resume. I'm going to tweak everything. I'm going to brush up. And, and he realized, oh, maybe that's not what I need to do right now. I need to step back and just like refocus. And then I'm going to get into all those things, uh, which I thought was an interesting perspective because I'm kind of, I'm similar. I, you know, if I were in that situation, I know I would just dive right back into, into projects and work and, and kind of grind it out. But I thought that was an interesting perspective. So I think all of those, you know, so valuable, um, especially at this time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think um, focusing on that personal side Mm -hmm. also like this is the first time i've ever been able to spend this much time being a mother um it's been challenging and my you know i'm taking breaks at different points in the day but i'm super proud of the fact that i've been able to spend this time with my daughter help her with her homework and you know somebody asks like i think that that's that's a great answer. Like it doesn't need to be work related or professional or academic, but if you have a personal journey or a personal need that you're figuring out, um, I think that's equally as important because, at the end of the day, we are looking for people that have passion in life, um, and that can be a wide range of things. Um, but that's that's you know that's how you can kind of demonstrate you know here's here's who I am, and I think thinking of it in terms of not necessarily just a total resume builder. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. But round out the rest of your personal branding.
0: I think that's great. And I, I think it that's very much in line with just the DNA of this industry being passion, right? Passion mm-hmm. for activity. Um, I think that falls right in line with that. Um, what I, I guess just kind of wrapping up. Um, you know, how do, how do people stay in touch? Well, obviously with specialized, specialized um, Mm specialized.com. But if people have questions for you, um, how's the best way to, to stay in touch with you and and what you're doing?
1: Yeah. uh, LinkedIn is, is, is a great way. Um, And then I think people know that I, um, I don't really keep my email a a secret. So, um, you know, shoot me an email and i I try to get back to everybody best I can. Sometimes it takes me a little bit, but, um, and if you haven't heard from me, um, reach out again. Um, And so yeah, my job is to connect with talents Um, and whether that's talent at the other end of the email or a friend of theirs, that's all, um, those those are how I network. So I find that time and those relationships to be really valuable.
0: That's great. we'll, we'll leave links to, to your uh, LinkedIn profile in, in the show notes uh, to this as well. Anything, any parting thoughts, anything you want to leave um, our listeners with?
1: Yeah. Hang in there. Um, this, these are, these are tough times. And I I can only imagine if you're coming to the end of your schooling or suddenly without a job and you know that you're still needing to, to study. Um that you just hang in there and um, we we are going to get through this. And in some cases we're going to be stronger than ever. Um, And look at this as a time where a lot of businesses have gotten disrupted and with disruption comes great opportunity. So um, have a think it's, uh, it's kind of the wild west out there right now. Yeah so um feel free to be more creative um in how you view your 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 job search um be more creative in um maybe what you're what you're considering and um if you have any any wild ideas to run by me i'm happy to give you my two cents
0: well that's great well i i feel encouraged just hearing that that was a great pump up um Well, thanks again for all you do, um, for these lessons you shared, for all you do for for students, for people in the industry. Thanks for taking time, especially during this crazy time. So uh,
1: my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Highlander podcast. Subscribe and listen for more outdoor stories and content wherever podcasts are found on Highlanderbag.com. Each Sunday at four PM on Aggie Radio, ninety two point three FM in Cash Valley.